0: This is Wavy Room with FreeShype on the radio. This is Wavy Room. I'm Free Shipe on the radio. You might know me from The Leading Vibe Radio and Bantu, the African Creative Podcast. Last week, I released the preview episode, episode zero, and it told the story of the show and how we got here. Welcome to episode one, New Beginnings. And as promised, we have the talented Shalom Dubas in the virtual studio. Shalom is an American Nigerian singer, rapper, and songwriter. Last year, she released a song called Gold, which holds a special place in my heart. You can also hear her on Show Them Camps The Clone Wars Volume 5. On today's show, she talks about that release as well as her upcoming release and how her experience has informed her music. As also promised, I have a selection of tracks I know you'll love. More music in a bit. Welcome back to the show. That was What To A Sinner Is Holy by Ioni. Ioni is such a hidden gem. If you don't know Ioni, which I guarantee you don't, do go check her out. She just released a new EP. It's brilliant. Then you heard 90 Proof by J. Cole and Smino. The best part about that track is the Yoruba, Fuji, slash high life sample right at the beginning. It's class. Then you heard Gold by Shalom Dubas. Coincidentally, up next, my conversation with Shalom. Hey everybody, this is Wavy Room. I have Shalom Dubas with me in the virtual studio. Hey Shalom. Hi Tsunji. Welcome to the show. I think it's time that we give everybody listening a very solid introduction to who is Shalom. How did you appear in Lagos and what's your version of your story?
1: So I'll I say I reappeared in Lagos the summer of 2021 now, which is crazy to say, but I first appeared in Lagos when I was a toddler, I would say. So my family came back to Lagos after we were in the States. I was born in the States and we came back and Lagos was the first place I dropped down in after obviously like where I was born. So we left when I was a teenager and then I reappeared (laughs) 2021 summer.
0: You are a recording artist. You have some big news that you are dying to share. but I'm not going to spill the beans yet. Why don't you tell me a little bit about how you see your music. I would describe it as extremely chill, relaxing, but there's also a very certain level of honesty in your lyrics and your rap. But what is your view or your philosophy on your music?
1: Wow, that's a great question. I feel like I'm going to say that a lot. <laughs> so you might have to edit that out.
0: <laughs> that's cool.
1: It's crazy because it's something that I wasn't even re- really analyzing, right? And I'm someone that like just naturally analyze this stuff my music isn't something that I was analyzing for a while I was just allowing it to come out and that's how I started making music is just creating I started as a listener as a consumer of music when I was a kid I'm just really deeply listening to songs my mom had so much music um, in our house so Christian music and then what we call secular music or world music (laughs) or Christian music and then like I remember Tina Turner um what's love got to do with it right like Whitney Houston ABBA because we had like okay where the kids were the kids section and we had like ABBA um and I remember just actually watching so many ABBA videos right because it was like friends and cousins would come over and we'd just be watching so much like music videos it's even crazy I'm just thinking about it right now as I'm speaking with you so I grew up like as a consumer of music and then because back then we didn't have the lyrics right so you had to either get the books with the lyrics or i'm saying back then like i'm really old but really we didn't have the lyrics
0: <laughs> it's a different time
1: it really is even as an artist like now as an artist when you're putting out a song you have they ask you for lyrics and i'm, I'm always like man like kids don't even know <laughs> their kids don't know how easy they have it now mm-hmm. we would either get the lyric books for most of the songs i listened to the lyric books and this was when i was in nigeria right the lyric books They either didn't have the songs or they weren't always they just weren't always complete so that's when i was about 10. that's when i would just start like listening to music so deeply and writing all the lyrics that's how i would have the lyrics and then i started writing my own songs and then i would remix songs right and give different things and i started rapping then when i went to the states right that was i was doing like covers on youtube rap covers went to college started playing guitar so basically it wasn't a oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It was more so like I was being formed for it. And then by the time I was in college, that was when I had the time to now, okay, just make music. I played sports in college and then I had an injury. And so that sidelined me for a bit. It made me calm down because I was always very active. That was when I made songs like Stories. That was when I started making the music that I guess has led me to where I am today. And then it's actually just been during covid but really since i've come to nigeria that i've been like okay this is what i'm making music for this is who i'm making music for this is why i'm making music this is what i'm doing with this
0: and while you were in the u.s who were you listening to
1: i write so much music so i'm always listening to a lot of my stuff but i listen to what's around me so one i'm always listening to like christian jams (laughs) because that's a shout out to my mom so like that's that's always there I love music, so especially at church, you knowing like the worship band is going and like, you're feeling the Holy Spirit, ah, ah, nothing better. But like for me, like when I was in high school, so that was I was in Florida, right, and that's a lot of Southern rap, right, and just a lot of like R&B and my own songs from before, and even a lot of pop and pop rock. Disney Channel, them they had Demi Lovato's, all those people, they had a hold on me then, right? It's always been very eclectic because I can listen to Don't Forget by Demi Lovato, then I'll be listening to Eminem. I listened to a lot of Eminem when I was in high school. Rap, Kanye West, Eminem, Singers, Beyoncé, um, I really liked that Sharon back then, and then always just going back. So and But it's evolved because by the time I was in college, I was listening to a lot of more of like the emotional, like pop type ballads, right? writing my own stuff. But because I was basically in the mountains in central Pennsylvania, there was there was definitely a lot of singer, songwriter, and country influence. And then by the time I graduated, I was really just, I was listening to a lot of my own music because by then I was really producing.
0: What's your top Eminem track?
1: My top Eminem track, sheesh, now that's a hard question. To be honest, I would say, um, when i'm gone just carry on don't want to rejoice every time you hear the sound of my voice yeah
0: you know that i'm looking down on you smile. yeah i don't Not even feel the thing
1: yeah that's a jam yeah and that one and then um days are cold living without you the one he did for his friend proof you're never over yeah yeah
0: that, that one yeah gosh you like the you, those ones are very emotionally charged
1: yeah yeah that's what you know it's so funny someone recently someone told me they're like we we're actually doing like a strategy there's a strategy meeting for my music and they were basically like showing me okay they done their research and like yeah you know your music is very emotional and they just kept talking about I was like what what did you just say yeah. <laughs> i was like because for me i'm like i'm always like okay you know like uh i'm a gangster it's cool like my raps is but it's crazy because i'm like wow there's nothing is really hidden man everybody's just looking at you like make emotional music so i'm like all right no problem but yeah
0: yeah you're an emotional gangster
1: I'm t- exactly 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 that's what it is
0: <laughs> that's amazing okay so word on the street is that you're working on a new release as a follow-up to gold are you at liberty to share and if so please tell us
1: well i have a song coming out in march let me just say that and i'm actually very 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 excited because i feel like this is the first song i've put out where It's a perfect merge of who I am in the sense of me being American and me being Nigerian, right? And it's the first song I'm putting out after being steeped in here. You can hear it from the production, right? The different, just the energy of the song. So yeah, I'm very excited about it.
0: Can you tell us the title of the song?
1: Yeah, it's called Run Me Love.
0: Okay. What does it mean?
1: Run Me Love is a play on... Like, give me love like even when people say run me that like give me that but in the sense of like you're jacking it like you're snatching it like just give it to me and it's also a play on you telling your love to run away if you think back to that kind West song of Runaway, it's that thing of okay run run me love give me love and also run my love
0: oh yeah i see that and is this song spiritually connected to gold in any way
1: they're all connected because both of these songs have come out of an increased awareness, and a very focused increased awareness. So a time frame that's impacted my life in a very big way. Run me love gold. Um, there's a song I released before Gold in 2022 called Don't Leave. So it basically starts from there, and so it's it's basically like the Run me love. Someone explained it as oh that it's me being open, more open. Whereas with Don't with Don't Leave, I'm like, Don't leave. But I'm saying, okay, you know, it's cool. Yeah, I'm rapping. I'm like, all this stuff. With gold, I'm like, okay, I understand that things are going to happen. But it doesn't matter what changes. Like, what's gold to us is gold to us, right? But with Run Me Love, it's like, it's basically saying, okay, this is this is how this has gone. Like, I wish that this is what I'd received from this instead. But it's still in a sense of, like, this is how I'm affecting. And it's not, it's not even like, oh, I don't need your love or go away. It's literally saying, like, Run Me Love. So, yeah, I'll say there's continuity with these songs. There's definitely continuity.
0: And is this something that happened sort of totally by accident, or you had some kind of vision for? I don't know, a series of songs or a collection or dare I say, a larger project with a compilation of songs. Was there a, a thought that you would have the same themes throughout or it's just, well, this is just
1: coming from my mind? Yeah, what I've learned in hindsight is that there's a theme around the music I make. So the theme is, is something that, this was something I realized too, like this while I've been in Lagos, right, is that there's a theme around the music I'm making. and. um when I started these songs like Gold, oh, Don't Leave, I was like, I'm making music about attachment and abandonment. And my thought process was, okay, if I feel abandoned, what was my contribution? And that's the attachment. And then to even take it further, right, is uh, insecure attachment, unhealthy attachment, right? That's That's what leads to that. It was crazy because it's coming into this new year that I've I really got to understand that this these songs go, don't leave. It came from a thing of me saying, Okay, I'm making music about attachment and abandonment. It's a two-way street, typically insecure attachment. When someone abandons you, quote unquote, and you're not attached to that person, you don't even feel it. Right? It's like pinch. But when you're attached to someone and they're like they just step back a bit, you're like, ah So it's it's just it's a thing of I was that's where my head was. But then, even as I as I steeped in it a bit more, I now understood that, oh, everything basically stems from rejection. I'm yeah, making music for, for the purpose of having been through rejection and, very importantly, trying to get over it, like trying to get through it, trying to, as opposed to being stuck in it, realizing what it is and then moving forward. So that's the like recurrent theme around my music is there's like, there's leaving, there's coming, there's, there's like departing, arriving, absence, but really it just stems from that thing of rejection and basically trying to overcome it. And that overcoming part has come with more things because before I was more so stuck on maybe like the abandonment side before I even knew what insecure attachment was. And so it just seems just like with the music, these things have been being pieced together. And me, I believe God's curriculum is the best one. Because I graduated from university and then it was like, okay, now it's time for me to learn these things. God's curriculum has been really great because it's allowed me to understand how all these things have come together.
0: That makes a lot of sense. And I think it's coming through after a bit of retrospection. It's coming through as you're going. And I guess, you know, God is speaking to you about what it's what it is and what it could be when it comes naturally i'm guessing that it might be different from when you say okay now i'm gonna get 10 songs i'm gonna put it into a thing or even just consciously try and drop a thing so what is it like trying to pour all of that into a new thing or a new container that is going to be unseen until one day when it's suddenly out there
1: in 2020 i did two eps and that was, that was when I actually thought about, okay, a series, as I'm doing a, a series, a color series. Mm-hmm. And so I had Mint Green, Deep Blue, and Mint Green was right at the top of the pandemic. So that was when it just started. So that was basically about like youth um, and really just holding on to it and hope. Um, and Deep Blue was like in November. Um, and that was like when I was getting more into the emotional side, the love side, but really I'd understood more about myself. And we had we had been in the pandemic now much longer and this was this is part where it was maybe now a bit scary right and and i had this whole thing okay i'm gonna do this color series and all that but when i came to nigeria as i said lagos will humble anybody when i came to lagos i understood more so that my job was just to to live and learn and be okay whilst being here and so the music that that has come out of that it's really been they've been lifesavers i just allowed them to come and I, me the way i am is like i just go in my room like i practice my raps like i just rap out of nowhere i just take beats and rap so much but the songs i've made it's been they've been songs that when i listen to them i'm like oh, thank you god thank you god because it's i know where i was when i made these songs like i know the physical place where i was i know the mental place but most of these songs it hasn't been a Oh, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna write this song. The production side is completely, most of these songs, the production, I sit down with myself and my uh, co-producer and um, I say, okay, we're making this type of beat and we just make the beat. But then the songs, I just go to a different place and then I'll just sit and I'll, I almost always write songs from start to finish. The process has really just been that, oh, I've been living here and just putting one foot in front of the other, putting one foot in front of the other, looking around me, observing, and then, I'm downloading, downloading. But when I say, okay, this is what I've downloaded, let me open my mouth and make music, these songs have come out.
0: What happens when you release this track? And are you immediately on to the next thing? Are you going to need a breather to just think about what have, I, what have I actually done?
1: One of the things that happened since I've been in Nigeria is just more resources for my music has come about. So... I signed a distro deal at the end of, thank you, at the end of um, 2022. And that again too is just God engineering, God using people, key people to connect my music to other people and who just provided me what I've been seeking, right, for a while for my music. And I've also been very picky too about that situation, meaning in general, like distribution deals or anything like that. I'm just, I'm a picky person in general. So it it was something that I didn't take for granted, right, while it was happening. Um, i was just very... So how that now affects the music, right, is that I really want to deliver something, something great. And also now I have more resources, right, to deliver something great. So for me with Rum Me Love is we're really focused on releasing well, basically providing really good insight to what this song is, or what the song is saying. So videos... um, just more more things for people to understand who I am. I believe when you understand more of who I am, then the music just makes so much more sense. So for me right now, I'd say that no, it wouldn't be on to the next thing, because even the next thing is still connected to this. Because everything right now, everything is connected. But um, how I see after the song, I'm actually excited to see. That's that's one thing I'll say. I'm very excited to see because I believe like the song I put out. Gold was really me putting it out there. Right. Just as the the starter. Don't Leave, I released that on my own. Right by gold, I'm like, okay, this is the first song that I've released in, in regards to having signed a distro deal, right? Working with other people. Run Me Love, it's separated from that in regards to what's around it. But it's the song where I'm fully like ahead and before. Let's say with gold, I knew that the resources were on the way, but I didn't quite have them yet. So I had to be very creative, right? Whereas with Run Me Love, Run Me Love is the first thing where I'm be like, Okay, I'm not moving until I have the resources in front of me. And so I'm actually really excited to roll it out and how I see myself after, I don't even know. But I'm I'm so excited because right now I don't know. And that and that's been something that's been key to me is that I don't know, which is which means there's a gap. And the bigger the gap, I feel like that's just room for faith. So all what I'm doing is just doing my part of the action, the work. But that gap is there and I'm really, really excited because I'm excited to see what it
0: becomes what what god is going to show me that's amazing yo honestly like i talk about this with a lot of people it's it's a very hard concept to get to approach a complete unknown with faith and excitement and saying you're going to sit in that and you're just going to keep on doing the work doing the part that's that's the creative process and that's the creative journey and i thank you so much for sharing that with us
1: thank you
0: thank you so much so last question shalom what are you listening to? And can you recommend a song for our listeners?
1: Okay, I really like Hated or Love It, right? By Dream and 50 Cent. I think okay. that's, that song is crazy, right? That just, just the way they rapped about it. I've been listening to The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. That's don't push me, as I'm close to the head. I'm trying not to lose my head. Especially being in Vegas. In these times, like I said, I consume a lot of the music that's around me. So artists who, that I listen to their music and um, the scene here in Lagos coming up, Tim Lyre has this song called Confess. It's just, it's such a catchy song, but it's so, it's there. That's, that's really good.
0: You've given us three songs. We're going to play them and we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been Shalom Dubas, everybody.
1: Thank you so much, Tunji. Take care, everyone.
0: Right now, we're doing something that I think you'll love. And I mean, it's what you're here for anyway, isn't it? You're not here to hear me talk. You're here for the music. So I'm going to give you some music. This segment is called the Wavy Picks. It's five songs each episode for your playlists. And to start, I have Do Better by Absol featuring Zachary. This is a lo-fi rap track. If you're into indie soul, something chill, slow, you'll love this one. The next track is The Complex of Killing a Man by Black Odyssey. Black Odyssey is a new voice that I began hearing last year. If you want to listen to some more Black Odyssey, I'd recommend Lelo with Black Odyssey and Buju. Oh sorry, Benson. Next song is Dancing by Neil Francis, Lemon Haze by Paw Paul Rod, and Automatic, the Orion Sun remix by Spencer. Enjoy. Those were the wavy pics. And now, welcome to Space Check. Space Check is a part of the show where I share things coming to spaces near you, new things in spaces that you might follow, and things that are affecting those spaces that you follow. I think the first thing is to launch into it. So, on the 17th of March, at the Pygmalion in Dublin, there is a Paddy's Eve party played by Crazy P Sound System. I'm new in Dublin, so I know that this is a strong name. I hope that means something to you. For my LA fam, there's a St. Paddy's event. St. Patty's is St. Patrick's by the way. It's called Among Friends St. Patrick's Edition. A night of eclectic house music in the heart of Santa Monica with talented local house artists creating an unforgettable night. Be among an intimate vibe where the crowd feel like one connected energy. It's the 18th of March at Lanea in Santa Monica. For Lagos, there is a cool party happening at Wave Beach on the 25th of March. It's called Unscripted and it's presented by the Summer Curriculum. Entry for that one is free. I'd like to bring up something that's important to me. I listen to a lot of electronic music, some of them made by black electronic artists that I follow. And so it pained me to see that Dweller Festival, the only all-black electronic music festival that exists, had the festival only a week ago and not even a mention from DJ mags or major music blogs, publications, nothing. Shameful. So that's why I'd like to mention one more event so there's another Dweller event happening on the 31st of March. It's happening at Berghain in Berlin, Germany. Dweller is taking over both rooms of the Berghain. Berghain is a famous venue known for techno electronic music. Dream Crusher, D-Strange, Juliana huxtable and Shy Boy will be playing the main room at the Berghain. And in the upstairs smaller space called the Panorama Bar Byrle the Great, Low Vision, River Moon and Stacy Hot Wax Hale will be playing in that room. Starts at 10 pm. If you're in Berlin, you love black electronic music, this is a definite checkout. That was Fallen by Midnight Amity. That track is one of my favorite Future Bass tracks. I'm trying to give you guys a little bit of everything. Future Bass, Afrobeats, Altair, a bit of Indie Soul. I hope you've enjoyed the music selection so far. That is my show for today. Thank you to Shalom Dubas for the amazing conversation. And thank you to you for sticking to the end of the show. Wavy Room is a production of Studio Black. We are a talent agency, media company, creative collective. If you enjoyed the show, share it with your friends on your story or DM. Give us a subscribe on Substack or follow on Spotify. It means a lot and helps build our audience. I'm leaving you with the sounds of DJ Tunes and Olamide with Require and Psycho YP and Zlatan with Stronger. Some classic tracks for you. I'm Free Shipe on the radio. This has been Wavy Room. Goodbye from everywhere.